Hey everybody, welcome to Regardless, You Got This. I'm your host, Skylar Sorkin. Say hello to the syllabus for your 20-something soul. The syllabus you never received in college is finally making an appearance. This podcast will inspire you to create your very own 20-something syllabus, ultimately guiding you towards your sole purpose, regardless of self-doubt and what others think. As your host, I'm your human connector. It is my absolute pleasure to introduce you to my superhuman network, a network of 20-something-year-olds, as well as a sprinkle of some older ones who have truly enriched my life by sharing tools that have helped them to navigate their 20s in order to get closer to their dreams. These relationships and conversations have had a deep impact on my personal and spiritual life, allowing me to create my very own syllabus. On each episode, one superhuman will share their breakthroughs, aha moments, as well as the resources that have helped them to find peace, knowledge, energy, and success in their 20s. At the end of each episode, a guest speaker will leave you with several syllabus steps and homework to practice and embody in between each month's episode. I challenge you to digest these stories and allow them to help you curate your very own syllabus, whether that's related to career, personal development, spirituality, love, you name it. We're in this process together, working together towards creating a personal syllabus that is unique to our souls. At the end of each month, we will have a new written step direction, and a conscious goal to work on. So when we get to the end of a regardless season, we have seasoned. Alrighty, let's get to work. What's up, my superhumans? Welcome back to another episode of Regardless, You Got This. The syllabus that you never received in college is making an appearance again. Um, I am just so excited about today's conversation because it's a topic that means a lot to me and really has everything to do with everything in your internal and external world, your mindset. So with that being said, cheers to regardless and drinking poppy. Literally don't know what I would do without poppy. It's the best. Um, But I think what I really want to get into um, this month for me, this past month in February has been pretty difficult. Um, just went through a lot of ups and downs of emotions. Um, not only myself personally, but a lot of my girlfriends and especially our friend group in LA. Um, and just, it was kind of a, a roller coaster. Um, I know myself personally went through kind of a heartbreak, um, and just some personal, um, friendships that I was ready to let go of, um, in order to step into the new and, in order for me to get there, I was just doing a lot of self-work. Um, and I finally got to a place where through that self-work and crying and letting everything out, um, I was actually able to just really shift my perspective and my mindset and start to take ownership of things in my life. And instead of playing victim, just really stepping into responsibility and claiming what's yours and like owning your own reality. Um, so... From me just purely shifting the focus back to myself from situations that seemed external and and were, um, you know, it's crazy to see now like how much juiciness um, I've been attracting into my life, whether it's new friends that feel very synergistic with me or relationships, perhaps potential relationships. Um, So it's it's really amazing. And it's interesting, like when shit hits the fan, we really do have the power to change the narrative and really change our internal to change our external. So that is why I brought to you all one of my dearest, dearest girlfriends in Los Angeles. I am just so, so happy that you're here with me. Literally the first video podcast um, I've done on Regardless. It was kind of funny jumping into this because like I was like not used to like kind of looking at my notes and then like also incorporating the camera. Anyways, hello, welcome to this beautiful woman. She is a holistic nutritionist, a content creator, a fellow podcaster, um, entrepreneur. I mean, you're creating your entire business. You have an LLC, hustler, 24 years old, and your wellness big sister. So welcome, Rebecca Lay, to Regardless. I am so happy that you're here. Thank you so much for having me, Sky, and for the amazing introduction. This is 
so fun. Mm. I'm so glad we could record together in person, like on your couch right now. I feel so awesome. I feel like we're just having a normal girl, yeah. like girl chit chat right now. hundred percent. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm about ready to like take off my shoes and just like sit on the couch. Yeah. No, Seriously. same. Do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just so excited to have you here and just really excited to share your journey growing into your own and kind of your experience with mindset um, and just sharing your wisdom with the regardless community, which I know will be so, so helpful. And most importantly, which I think is really cool is that you're also like a health and wellness podcaster. So having a fellow woman in this space is so important. And just sharing that with the community is just really, really crucial. So I'm excited. This conversation that we're having today is quite literally what our normal conversations sound like. Yeah. Yeah. Like this will be easy because <laughs> this is what we do every single day. <laughs> no, literally. And I feel like this conversation is coming at a perfect time for both of us. Yeah. Like I feel like we've both gone through like some major mindset shifts in the past like month or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it's just so such perfect timing that we're talking about this right now. Okay. So I really want to tee up this episode with some Rebecca juiciness. Um, just to get people stoked about what it is we're really going to be talking about today. Talk to me about yourself. I want to know a little bit more about, you know, your journey in the health and wellness industry and why like mindset, um, really became so important to you. Yeah. So hello everyone. My name's Rebecca. I am 24 years old and I'm originally from Chicago, but now I live in Los Angeles approaching my one year anniversary here, which is crazy. Hell Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so my health and wellness journey actually started when I was in high school. So I would say my health journey started when I started getting into um, all things like health, nutrition, mm-hmm. holistic health, because I was struggling with my relationship with food, um, gut health, hormonal issues, just going through a whirlwind of health issues. And I quickly found the world of holistic healing and how to actually heal yourself from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about mindset is because mindset is a part of holistic healing, a part of holistic health. And health is not just the physical. Mm -hmm. Our mental health, our mindset, everything within actually affects everything with outside of us, with our bodies, like everything. And so I've gone through quite a journey myself, I would say, more these past few years when it comes to mindset and like Mm -hmm. taking ownership of my life especially since I graduated college um I went to the University of Michigan for everyone who didn't know yeah (laughs) um and I was a business major but I completely made a complete 180 after school I started working at a consulting firm and in business remember you telling me this yeah totally different so different so different and at the same time I was building up my own like health and wellness business And throughout that whole journey, the past few years, I've had to learn so much about mindset to get me where I am today, Mm. just in so many different areas of my life to just to kick it off. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. So I want to dig a little bit deeper into regardless, because that is the name of the podcast. Yes. Um, So really, you know, I want to get into personally your regardlesses. Um, So do you think you could share like what specifically got you to a place of really taking ownership and not playing the victim card regardless of perhaps the limitations that you faced, you know, in college, growing up, and even like now. Yeah. Like what were these limitations that you were experiencing? Yeah. I think a big one for me was with my career. Mm. And I think growing up and going to a great high school, a prestigious college, I think I was put... I was put on a lot of limitations and expectations of what I should be doing and where I should work and the type of things I should be doing essentially. And I think that regardless of what the societal norms were or regardless of what people told me I should do, regardless of the doubts people gave me when I was trying to work for myself and do my own thing, regardless of the judgments I received, which were a lot, um, I, I didn't care. I knew that what I was doing was right for my path and I kept going, being and taking taking ownership and control yeah. over those situations instead of being like powerless and doing what everyone around me or society yeah. were putting on me and those limitations, specifically in career, I would say. So, okay, so you were, so this was after college yeah. and you were, you know, working in consulting and you felt this disconnect. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard to feel like 
obviously knowing that we have to make a living, making mm-hmm. money, but also understanding that we are a generation where we need to start taking control of our life. Yeah. And there are so many other ways to make money yeah. and to be fulfilled, but you have to think outside the box and you have to be fearless in doing yes. that. And that all comes down to mindset and not living someone else's reality. I mean, you could have so easily been like, okay, well, like my mom's going to be upset with me if, mm-hmm. if, I, if I don't stay in consulting or my teachers are right. They're right. Mm-hmm. But it's, it all starts with like shifting and getting creative. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, completely. I think that, um, you know, it's so easy to be, if you're in a situation that you don't like, let's say a job you don't like, yeah. it's so easy to say, oh my gosh, I hate my job. I'm so miserable. I'm so unhappy. Like it's so easy to focus on the things that you don't like in the situation, the things you don't like in the situation you're in Yeah. versus which I could have done. I could have easily sat back and said, oh, I have to be in this job. I'm miserable, but it's what I have to do. I'm going to just keep focusing on everything I don't like. Versus looking at it from a different perspective and saying, no, I'm in control of where I work, how I make money, what I want to do. And even if I'm not happy in this present reality of what, and I'm not doing what I want to be doing, I can start taking Mm. shifts, start making shifts in my mindset to become the version of myself and to go the places that I want to go that even though it's not happening today, I know I'll still get there. And I did. Yeah, that's really cool. Because I feel like we can get so overwhelmed about like big picture changes. Like even for like myself personally, even with this podcast, like I want to do so much and make so many changes. And it can be very overwhelming to be like, well, like I need to make a TikTok. Yeah. I'm like, well, how am I going to do that? Like I have a full-time job. Like enough, like so much happening. But Maybe what you did, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were able to take like tiny steps when you were, when you had like a secure job. Yes, definitely. I mean, I, I worked both jobs essentially um, at the same time and I, yeah, I didn't get caught up in like the day to day. I just stayed being consistent and focusing on where I wanted to go. Mm. And I started, I honestly think the reason where I, I am today is because of the mindset shifts I did while I was working my corporate job. I started envisioning and thinking about the person I wanted to become, the person who worked for themselves, the person who was doing X, Y, and Z. And no joke, I would wake up and before work, I would meditate and visualize myself as that version of me now, that's today. And that's what gave me the confidence, the drive, the motivation, to actually do it because I think a lot of people overlook this step. A lot of people think, okay, well, I just need to maybe work hard and just, you know, do all Mm -hmm. these other things to get where I want to go, which of course hard work is important, but we forget that we have to create that reality within ourselves first. We have to work on that mindset first to see those tangible changes in our lives, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love the future self. Yes. Um, that has helped me in every area, like even, yes. even during a heartbreak. Totally. Like I'm like, stay strong, this guy, for your future self. And actually, my dad. This is so funny. Um, I like recent, not re- no, not really recently. <laughs> this was like a boyfriend a while ago, <laughs> but um, I was like heartbroken and really sad. And he was like, Sky, like, stay strong for like your future husband yes. or your future kids. Like if something happens, like health oriented or just taking care of yourself, just always having your future self, like kind of like holding your hand yeah. and be like, you got this, you can do this, like stay strong. I feel like that is so freaking powerful and like game changing. Oh yeah. I think it's so funny you bring that up with relationships yeah. because one of my best friends right now is actually going through a really hard heartbreak yeah. and breakup. And I told her last week, I said, do this exercise, it's gonna help you a lot. Mm-hmm. I told her to open up her journal or open up her laptop and write a letter mm. as her future self to her now. So awesome. And she just snapped me a picture two days ago showing me that she did it. And I think when you can hold that perspective, like saying, let's say pick a date, pick future self, 28 year old me or 30 yeah. year old yeah. me who has X, Y, and Z. Right even, from that perspective. Even a year from even now. Even a year. Yeah, yeah, never feels good. Right from that perspective saying, Rebecca from 24 years old, like whatever it is, I am so proud of you for staying strong through mm-hmm. that. 
breakup. I am so proud of you for taking X, Y, and Z steps because then when you can hold that perspective, you see, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. You see that you're actually going to get somewhere even better than where you are right yeah. now. And it's so much easier to keep going when you can hold that perspective instead of like getting stuck in where you are today. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I think also the reason why we wanted to bring up other areas of mindset is because mindset is, it's so interchangeable. Yeah. So what we're talking about can be, you know, I loved how you brought up the example of, you know, work Mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, totally making the shift there, but changing your mindset and taking ownership has to do with work, friendships, relationships, um, politics, like, I don't know, like everything, everything diet. Yeah. So like if you're able to listen and, and however this feels in alignment with you, just run with it, which yeah. is kind of what I wanted to, you know, bring up from, you know, my personal experiences, like individually as Skylar and just observing friends and people around me and family, I feel like it's so easy to get stuck in this vicious cycle of playing victim. Yes. Which is, trust me, so easy to do if things will happen mm-hmm. like in our external world. Yeah. Um, and it's very easy to just quickly jump to victim. Right. Curious, like, I don't know, I think it would be helpful for you to share, like, what does playing victim, like, mean to you? Yeah. I think it's, I mean, first off, it's a lot easier said than done. I Mm -hmm. think it's a human response to play the victim. Like, if something bad happens to you, or if something in the past goes, doesn't happen your way, like, let's say you get cheated on, or you get fired from a job, or something bad happens in your past, and you still hold with that identity to this day. Well, I got cheated on, so that must mean there's no one good out there for me. Or I failed at this job, so that means I'm gonna fail. I, I'm not. I can't do other mm-hmm. another job. I can't succeed in the workforce. Or that, those are extreme examples. But I think playing victim is staying stuck in a past reality. So if something bad's happened in your past, or if you grew up watching something and that's a belief that you still hold to this day. Like maybe you have low self-worth and you think, oh, I'm not pretty Mm -hmm. or boys don't like me. Like whatever it is, it could be so many things. It's just holding on to that past, maybe negative thing that happened to you instead of taking ownership to change it for your future. Absolutely. I love that response. Um, I think also another phrase that comes up to me when I think of victim is like, why is this happening to me? Why does this always happen to me? Yes. Um, and kind of creating um, a pattern that's actually not really there. Right. But it, it feels easy because it, it doesn't involve taking really responsibility and changing the perspective. Yeah. Or it's asking yourself, like, if there is a pattern, for yeah. example, maybe why is that pattern there? Is there a deeper underlying mm-hmm. reason why maybe you believe you're not worthy of love or there's something, a negative belief system holding you back that yeah. keeps coming up in your life in a pattern? So instead of, you know, throwing your arms up and saying, oh, this always happens to me. Guess there's nothing I can do about it. It's instead flipping the narrative, flipping the mindset around it and saying, hmm, why is that happening to me? Is there something I can shift internally to then shift a pattern or something external in my life? Yeah, that's huge. Really, really mature, I think. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot to get there, but I think it's necessary in order to grow and yeah it's a lot easier said than done like I said it's not easy to look do the internal work and be like hmm what's going on why do am I holding on to this belief system or why is this yeah. coming up into my life it's hard it's hard work but it starts with self-awareness I ultimately believe yeah and self-awareness is probably the most attractive quality about a person oh Just yeah for all the men listening out there <laughs> self-awareness thank you please please um and then also I think you know, self-work and internal work. I don't know. Sometimes I I feel like a lot of people think that's unattainable or Mm -hmm. it may sound a little bit woo-woo. But in order to level up and truly be successful in any area of your life, I don't care if like you're a hustler in work and maybe just not a very spiritual person, but I'm sorry, if you're not doing the internal work, you're not going to level up. And and it does. And you have to be ready to like, cry like you have to be ready to get really really vulnerable with yourself yes and that's like where the work of I think of like shift actually shifting your mindset comes from you really understanding like what's happening like yes mind body soul 
No, 100%. And I don't think it's woo-woo or spiritual at all, to be honest. I think it's just having that self-awareness to seeing what's going on internally. And this is applies to everyone. So I'll share something really quick. Yeah, is absolutely. That our subconscious mind, I don't know if you're super familiar with like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, the difference, but our subconscious mind is like, I don't know, 80 or 90% of our brains. And our subconscious mind is pretty much formed, the be- our beliefs are holding our subconscious, and it's pretty much formed when we're children, when we're growing up. And so the beliefs that we hold today as adults are really stemming from beliefs that we held as a child, mm. things we saw from our parents, things that happened to us in childhood, um, all these different things. It doesn't even have to be bad things. It's just like what you kind of learned growing up and what you saw as a child. And so to have that... It's not woo because we have to realize now as adults, we need to change some of those belief systems if we want to level up, if mm-hmm. we want to be, grow and become the version of ourselves that we want to be. Like we have to look inwards and say, okay, what, what was happening? What's, what am I still holding on to? And how can I change that now going forward? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? It's not, it's not woo at all. It's just, it's psychology even. It's <laughs> our subconscious minds. Yeah. And I think it's, it's education and yeah. educating people yeah. that it's, it's like making a sandwich. Right. It's a recipe. Mm-hmm. If you want to make your amazing freaking cookies that I love <laughs> and I need to share the recipe, then you need to get, you need to look at like the different ingredients that make the entire recipe for it to taste and feel delicious. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Can I share an example? Oh my God, I love. Go. So this is actually something I work on a lot with my clients mm-hmm. um, in, as I, I take one-on-one clients. I'm not yeah. right now, but in the past I was. And a lot of my clients, we work on our, um, their relationship with food. So I have a lot of clients who come to me with, you know, an unhealthy or disordered eating pattern. And this is what we work on is that we say, okay, what beliefs did you have maybe growing up? What did you see? What beliefs are you still holding on to? And then it's almost like we take those beliefs and we slash it out and do give it the opposite. We give it a positive belief Mm. to then hold on to instead. So it's like what you were saying is that. It's taking ownership and actually changing those beliefs to serve us going forward. So that's an example of something. Yeah, I love, love that. Yeah. Um, And I have, I relate to that in many ways just because of my personal experience with, um, you know, eating habits, unhealthy eating habits. But I think once we're really able to change the narrative, Mm -hmm. game over. Exactly. And that that applies for anything. Yeah. Anything in our life. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I think what would be helpful to everyone listening um, Mm -hmm. is like, Maybe if we like role played, okay. <laughs> um, maybe we do like a role play of like playing victim. Okay, let's that could do be it. fun. So okay, so I think this victim card, which comes up a lot, um, which could hold us back from you know really taking ownership of our external reality, is the single victim card. Mm-hmm. Um, and I myself have played this story and have played this role in my life plenty of times. I'm I'm over it, <laughs> and I'm stepping into my truth and power, but. I also have a lot of girlfriends that like, I'm constantly hearing this and it's, you know, the single victim card can be me being like, why am I always flipping single? Like, why am I always ghosted? Or why am I like never enough? Like maybe you're dating someone, um, you're really into him and like, maybe you're not the relationship type and you know, maybe he's had a couple of, you know, strong relationships in the past and you keep on seeing these patterns where you're not getting into relationships and every single time, you know, you meet someone, it doesn't work out. You're playing this narrative in your head that it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough. That is a great representation of what playing victim means. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've played that multiple times in my life, Yeah. but like curious if you don't mind, like Mm -hmm. maybe sharing like another example of playing victim, maybe it has to do with like career, like friendships. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's a perfect example with like the single card um, in relationships. And yeah, think, and you can even add to that. Yeah, I, I, I just thought of something like victim mentality, especially around relationships, I think it stems from two things or two things to help with it. And the first is self-worth and mm. your internal self-worth, the way that you view yourself, your self-love, because that completely affects how people perceive us how we go into relationships. And if we don't have a good sense of self-worth and self-love first, it's not gonna work out because that is gonna get projected in so many different ways. 
um, when we're meeting people mm-hmm. and going out with people. So first, that first step is how can you focus on your own self love, self worth? Rewrite the narrative within your head. Rewrite, shift the mindset around the way you view yourself, and create new beliefs. Mm-hmm. So for every time you think to yourself, "Oh, I'm not worthy of love. No one likes me." Cut it. Literally stop yourself in the middle of the thought and say the exact opposite. I am worthy of love. I am, I know my person is coming to me. I just haven't met them yet. Like whatever the affirmation might be, mm-hmm. you, you need to create new affirmations to help cancel out those old belief systems that are no longer serving yeah. you. And I think that's really what victim mentality comes down to is that, that staying in a victim is choosing to still believe these old narratives that are no longer serving you versus taking ownership and saying, okay, I don't want to believe this anymore. And I'm going to create a new one. I'm going to create a new belief, a new affirmation for me to say every single day. And guess what? Until you believe it. Until you believe it. Your mindset will shift. And guess what? When your mindset shifts, everything around you shifts. Everything. I really hope, because I have like a girlfriend in mind, you know who you are, take this in Cause it's so, it's so true and it's just like, why not? What if you try it? What if your life right. totally changes? What's the worst that will What's happen? the worst that will happen? Um, that was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's really awesome. And again, this is interchangeable with career, friendships, yes. everything. It doesn't have to be just relationships. So we talked about playing victim um, and you know, I love you, but I know that you find yourself playing, getting maybe getting stuck in victim I mean you're human I'm right, human right so when that happens like let's say you mm-hmm. you catch yourself like getting right. into victim mode what like what is your process of really how are you able to kind of take ownership and in getting into that shifting you know your perspective right um I think it's first good to acknowledge like of course we're human of course those thoughts are gonna come yeah. up yeah of course, it's always good, by the way, to like always feel the feels. Like if you're going through something. Feel the feels. It's not, it's not a bad thing to like allow yourself to feel the emotions. Mm-hmm. Maybe these negative emotions or like whatever it is. Wanted to make that clear first. That like this isn't just some, something to like be always positive and thinking good. Like no, it's okay. We're human. But however, that doesn't mean that you should just sit back and let those thoughts create your reality Mm -hmm. and consume you. And so for me personally, when I find um, maybe those negative self-talk thoughts come up or um, anything that like wants me to play in victim mode, the first step is awareness. So the first step is to having self enough Mm self-awareness to say, oh, this is coming up in like in my head right now. Then once you're aware of it and you can look at it for what it is, because a thought is just a thought. It's not Mm -hmm. reality. It's just a thought. They come and they go. You can then choose to switch the thought. And so that's what I try to do personally is that if I'm finding that comes up, I say hello and then I say, what do I want to choose to believe instead? Mm -hmm. And sometimes journaling helps me because you can see the thoughts tangibly on paper and say, okay, this is what's coming up for me right now. Um, Here's an exact opposite thought to help calm me down or to help me go in the direction that I want to go. So it's about like literally flipping it flipping the narrative, flipping the script and creating a new affirmation or thought that you could say in that moment instead. And that, that really helps me. Yeah, that's great. I think also like, I love how you have the process of journaling. Yes. And I think maybe once you are, you have a habit of journaling about it, it's probably a little bit more easier for you to be out. Maybe you're driving and you can't like take your journal out and like start like writing. Voice memo. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I've done that a few times. Okay. Yeah, like voice memo or even just it's now that you're creating this habit of, of flipping yes. the narrative so that you're really able to do that like immediately yes. when you're in public. Yes. Or remembering to do it when you get home, you know. Totally. I think the more you do it, the easier it gets. Absolutely. Yeah. So awesome. Getting really honest with ourselves um, is is challenging, but for me at least, I've seen the most like self-growth and leveling up when shit hits the fan. So I think instead of like getting upset and immediately going into victim and being sad, of course, yes, feel the feels, but like kind of also view it as like a chance for you to have like tons of like self-care and it may not feel like great in the moment, but if you're really able to just sit down and journal and get really honest with yourself, that's like when like real 
magic happens. Oh yeah. And I think like my first time really leveling up, as you're saying, like in this time of getting honest with yourself was when a lot of things were going wrong for me. <laughs> like shit hit the fan for me. It was, um, in 2020 when the pandemic kind of first started like that summer yeah I just got broken up with from yeah a very long-term relationship um I was living at home with my parents it was the pandemic I just started a corporate job that I hated yeah um (laughs) a lot of things were not going great and I really credit a lot of my growth during that time because instead of playing victim like I hate my life like (laughs) yeah shit sucks I said, I'm going to take this time to level the fuck up. Yeah. Like I got honest with myself. A lot of, a lot of tears were shed. It's not all like love and light. Lots of tears were shed. A lot of ego deaths had to happen. I love that. Ego deaths. Ego deaths. Yes. Death has never sounded so like (laughs) spunky before. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that's what it is. It's ego deaths. And I spent a lot of time journaling. I spent a lot of time reading I spent a lot of time getting to know myself, being honest with myself. And I think a lot of people are too scared to do that because it is scary. Or foreign. Right. Like maybe you don't know how to. Right. um, And you don't know what that looks like, which, you know, which is why like we're here. Right. Right. The most amazing shift can happen in your life when shit doesn't go the way that you want it to. And it's okay. Like we like, you need to feel like those emotions. And I think it's, kind of maybe healthy to play like victim because maybe you have every right to be like in the wrong. Like if you got broken up with, like shit sucks. Like that fucking sucks. Like that hurts. Yes. So feel it. But then like, I think understanding that you're really able to like, you have the power, you have power over your own reality. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the difference is, you know, feeling it, going through it. And then you have the choice to decide what you do with that situation. You can either choose to sit in your shit and think this way going forward whenever something else happens or you have the choice to then flip it and use it as a time for like growth. Yeah. I also think like if you're constantly playing victim, it's really, really easy to have a habit of getting to that place and then you're kind of in this rabbit hole. Yeah. I think it's really being conscious enough to choose the narrative that you want to live that'll help best get you to where you want to go. Okay. I think that's what it kind of comes down to is asking yourself, does my mindset around career, is that serving me and mm-hmm. serving where I want to go? Does my mindset around relationships, is that serving me? Is that going to help me attract my potential person? Um, asking yourself all these questions around your mindset and then choosing to do the work to shift the internal narrative mm-hmm. first. And then that's how you see the external. It's a lot, like I said, all of this stuff is a lot easier said than done. And sometimes it helps getting a coach, a therapist, somebody that you can actually do this with because it is hard. It's foreign. Yeah. And there's no shame in asking for help in any way that works best for you. I mean, there's also so many beautiful journals out there, like guided journals and books. I mean, I'm even reading um, self-compassion. I'll for sure link it in this episode notes. Yes. But basically throughout the book, there's little activities that you do. Mm. And this was like kind of part of my internal work and shifting my mindset and basically like really like focusing on self-worth, which is something I'm, we're all working on. Of course. But like there was literally a night, Rebecca, where I was like in my room and this was like when something like (laughs) not fun happened and like realized that it was an external situation that happened to me, but once I really got quiet with myself and honest after crying for a couple of days and, you know, feeling the feels, I was like, holy shit. Like this has nothing to do with, with him or Mm -hmm. the external, Mm -hmm. but everything to do with me and whoa. Yeah. And I was like in my bed and it was an activity about like, you have to like hug yourself. And like, it was like such a weird like, it must have looked crazy. Yeah. But, like, it was me just, like, holding myself, like, Sky got you and just, yeah. like, crying. Right. But ever since that moment, I've been, like, I'm I'm ready to level up. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. And that's, I think, the first step, like, awareness. Yes. And then from there, what you were saying is... Like, making the conscious choice. Yes. To change yes. it. Yeah. And I think something good to note about victim mentality in general is that 
as humans, it is so much easier to stay comfortable yeah. in anything. And so by playing victim, that is way easier because we're staying comfortable. We're saying to ourselves, okay, this is what we've experienced. This is what we've known. And this mm -hmm. is comfortable, even if it's not good for us. But we're so much more inclined to stay in that victim mentality because growth is hard. Change is hard. Doing the inner work is hard. And so it's, of course, going to be a human response to want to stay in victim mentality yeah. first. But I hope this podcast episode has inspired everyone <laughs> um, to see that it's not going to get you anywhere. It's not yeah. going to help you level up. <laughs> so that's, that's my two cents on yeah. why we shouldn't be doing that. I was also listening to Jay Shetty today. Oh, I love him. It's my favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, Jay. But yeah, he was talking about like everything healthy and everything that's good for you is not going to be, it's not going to start off as being comfortable. So like, remember like maybe like when you're starting a sport or you're having new, you have a new workout routine mm -hmm. or, you know, you're meeting someone you never met for the first time it's going to feel uncomfortable. And yeah. even the people that you see that like are in great shape and they work out every day, trust me. Cause I'm, I work out every day. Do I want to work out every day? No. Right. But do I do it? Yeah. And do I feel amazing after? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, growing, there's tons of discomfort and it's yes. going to suck. But once you feel like you're in the flow of things, it's like, Oh my God, it's like yeah. other, <laughs> wait, other I kind of want to, get back to the role play again, just so we cool. can give them like um, a fun example. Yeah. But okay, so Rebecca, let's play the single victim card. And let's say like, okay, I'm a girl and I'm like, oh my God, he doesn't like me. Like I like, I love him so into him, but like, I'm just not enough. Like I'm never enough and I'm over it. What would shifting your mindset look like in that situation? Yeah. If I'm never enough is your narrative. Yeah. I would ask yourself, like, why do I feel like I'm not enough? Um, where, where does that belief come from? Because I think a lot, a lot of the times there's a root cause that's coming up in these different belief mm -hmm. systems. And so I always challenge myself or my clients that I work with um, is to ask yourself, where is this belief coming from? What is this root cause? Like first, first and foremost, asking yourself that, like, why do I feel that way? And then once you have that awareness, you can start to show compassion for yourself. Like, okay, maybe this thing happened to me in the past and it was really shitty and I'm still wounded from it. And that's why these beliefs are still coming up. So instead of like letting it control you, you can say, this happened to me. I show myself compassion and I choose to move forward in my life, not believing this anymore. Mm. So then instead create a new affirmation. I am enough for the right person. The right person will find me as enough, like whatever it is, create a sentence, like literally a sentence that is the exact opposite of what you've been saying in your yeah. mind and repeat that every single day. I tell my clients always, if they're creating new affirmations, like new belief systems, I make them write it down in their phone, take a screenshot of it. And before they even check their phone, I want them to wake up, read it, say it out loud, say it out loud, write it down, whatever it is ingrain it in your brain first thing in the morning and especially um, right before bed because that's when your subconscious mind is the most open. Wow. So you can actually okay. start to change those beliefs even easier because that's when your subconscious mind will hear it. Also during meditation. Question for you. Yeah. So with the I'm not enough, so let's say like a situation just keeps on presenting itself. Mm -hmm. I don't know because it's hard when I'm, when I'm speaking to girlfriends or even to myself and things just keep on happening and happening. And sometimes it could be hard not to bring it back to yourself. Of course. So, you know, I mean, I think it's just being really just trusting the universe mm -hmm. and knowing that if you're maybe having these thoughts in self doubt, because I'm not enough, it's coming from a place of self doubt, right? You need to focus on yourself, right? So maybe knowing that maybe the person's not here because I have to really love this first. Exactly. I mean, also think about it. Our yeah. words, our words and our beliefs create our reality. So if you are saying to yourself, I am not enough, I'm not enough, I'm not enough. And you're going on dates. You are creating that reality by saying I am not enough. So of course you're not going to attract mm -hmm. the guy, that, that guy or the guys you're being presented with are going to believe that because you're literally creating that reality by telling yourself that. 
And so I think that's really important to realize that your outer world is just a reflection of what's going on in your internal world. Mm -hmm. So instead, start saying to yourself, even if you don't believe it, just start saying it. I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. I am worthy. I am worthy. Deserve the love. Yes, whatever it is. And you will start to see that being reflected because you literally create your own reality. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Amen, sister. Drop the mic. Yeah, and I think it's so funny because I feel like victims, like, will complain about complaining. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, enough. 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 I'm sorry. I, I honestly I don't have patience for it. Anymore. No, I, I don't. <laughs> because I've taken complete ownership of my life. You have as well. Yeah. And like, we're out here making shit happen. And so when people are just complaining to me all the time, I'm like, do something about it. And, and sorry. And also, <laughs> maybe another way of, like, kind of changing the perspective on this, if you constantly find yourself playing victim, which is totally fine and normal, but right. maybe like flipping your thoughts. Like what if your thoughts were actually like people could hear them? Right. Like can you imagine like what your friends would think yeah. about you? That's huge. Unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And your yourself, you don't deserve to be stuck in that. That's horrible. No, not no. at all. Okay, so what if we did victim card with like career? Okay. So let's say, you know, you have a job, you know, you have steady income and you're really not happy mm-hmm. and you're seeing your friends, um, perhaps they're, you know, they've left their job that they weren't happy in and they've, they've stepped up, they've taken responsibility and they have a new job and, and you know, that's, that's hard mm-hmm. for you because you, you know, you want to be as happy as them and you're working as hard and, but, but you keep on making excuses. You, you right. know, you can make it happen, but maybe you're a little bit too lazy. Maybe your excuse is like, you know, I want to apply for another job, but I just, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. What, like, how would you shift the mindset here? Yeah. So I think it's important to note that a lot, like if you're in this position and let's say you procrastinate yeah. or you're lazy or whatever, there's usually a deeper, um, root self-sabotage that you're doing. So like a deeper fear or root cause, um, fear, honestly, it could be a bunch of different things. Yeah. But, you're almost like self-sabotaging yourself because you don't believe you're worthy maybe of a good job or um, you're scared of failure or even scared of success, whatever it is. And so for me personally, I think it's, I had to do a lot of that work too because it was like, who am I at 23 years old to quit my job, quit the the norms that I was told yeah. um, and do what I love? Like, no, that's that's not that's not the case. You have it's to, scary. It's scary. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of the work I did personally was getting honest with myself and my mindset saying like, okay, what do I want to believe? Where do I see myself in, in next year or in a few years? Um, how can I become that future version of myself mm-hmm. now? And that goes back to the visualization, the meditation, um, doing the things my future self will do. And so instead of being in a victim saying, I have to stay in this job, I have to do this I have to do this. I have to like the have tos. Mm. Um, you don't, you don't have to do anything. Truly. You can do whatever you want. Society makes it seem like you can't, (laughs) (laughs) but you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. Of course you have bills to pay. Of course you have things, you know, that you have to take care of. You have to be smart about the way you go about it, but you have the power to shift your reality at any given day. And so I think, sorry if I just went off on a tangent. No, this is what I want. But it it is, I think, tapping into that future version of you and not getting stuck in the, oh, today sucks, I hate my job. Well, like that's not gonna get you anywhere. It's not gonna get you anywhere. And what will get you somewhere is choosing to look in the future and become the future version of you who's doing the career that you wanna be doing. Love, amen. Also, I think in our 20s, I feel like we don't take our 20s seriously enough. Yes, I Because, agree. you know, you can have fun. Of course, play is so, so important. I'm not saying don't enjoy it on play. But if you don't take ownership and responsibility of your happiness, especially in your career and your relationships, then th- your 30s are going to come around the corner and you're going to be like, holy hell, like I'm not happy. I'm not happy in my career. I don't want to stay here and I I could have totally changed that Mm -hmm. if I got honest with myself in my early 20s or mid 20s um maybe I played around I like wasn't really taking you know dating that seriously and Mm -hmm. I thought that I would be married by like 33 but I all my friends are getting married now it's like 
dude, it's because, and Judette's, you didn't take yourself seriously. Yeah. You didn't take your future seriously. You didn't take your future self seriously. And it all comes down to mindset. Definitely. Yeah. It's crazy how literally everything comes down to our mindset. Mm-hmm. Because our internal world, like I said, is just a reflection. Like our external world is a reflection of our internal world. Yeah. And also not letting your thoughts um, have power. And just knowing yeah. that they're just thoughts just without thoughts. attaching emotion to that. Yes. The book that helped me the most with that was The Power of Now. Amazing. I'll link it in the episode. Beautiful. Do you mind sharing just like the five tips for improving, you know, the relationship with yourself and how we can start to utilize that to improve our mindset and self-talk? Yeah, definitely. I love that you um, incorporated that episode into this. It was amazing. Everyone has to listen. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Because I do think a um, a lot to do with mindset actually involves our relationship with ourselves Mm -hmm. just like with everything like if you don't have a good relationship with yourself that's going to get reflected in all areas of your life yeah so it really comes down to taking ownership and improving that and so I created a podcast episode that includes the five tips to improve um, your relationship with yourself and I'll try to go through them kind of fast so we don't spend too much time talking about (laughs) it but the first one is talking to yourself like a friend like, really think about it. If you talked to your best friend, like, the way you talk to yourself, do you think they'd want to be friends with you? No. No. Let's be honest. I'm working on it, but no. no. Not right now. No. And so, <laughs> it's like, okay, then why would you do that to yourself if you wouldn't do it to other people? Yeah. Which is the most important relationship you have. The second one is giving yourself positive reinforcement. And I think this one's important because... Um, as humans, you know, we will respond better to positive reinforcement instead of negative. So instead of putting yourself down for something quote unquote bad you did, which isn't gonna help you, start giving yourself positive reinforcement for the things you want to see more of. And that's how you will see more of, more of it. And I'm telling you guys, I do this even for the most small things. Like, Talk to me. Okay, so like, let's say I completed a really small task. Yeah, I'll t- I'll give myself positive reinforcement. I'll say, good job, Rebecca. Like, keep it going. You're killing it. Love. Like, so proud of you. Okay. So proud of you for the smallest things. Even if I'm like too lazy to shower or like do something like as simple as that, and I do it, I'm like, let's go, bitch. You're amazing. <laughs> like, you need to hype yourself up. Have to be your number one hype woman. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm constantly giving myself positive reinforcement, and I. That this tip, this, this one I'm sharing right now, yeah. has created the biggest impact in my life. Mm-hmm. Is because I am like so like proud of myself, hyping myself up, and I, that's when I see more shifts happening in my own life because I'm creating that relationship with myself. It's awesome. Um, the third one kind of goes with this tip, but it's replacing negative self talk with uplifting self talk. So basically a lot of what we talked about too is yeah. getting aware of what is the negative thought or self talk that I have and how can I flip it to be the opposite to be positive and how can I start saying that to myself instead. So when the thought and the negative thought comes in, cancel, 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 boom, new thought. Love. Okay. Love Four it. Is um, keeping the promises you make with yourself. I got this tip from Ed Milet. Love him. And he talks about that too, that it's like, you are not going to trust yourself. You are not going to have confidence with yourself if you always break the promises with yourself. If you say, I'm going to go to the gym and start my workout grind and you don't, I'm going to start eating healthy and you don't, and you just like fail on yourself, quote unquote, you're not going to trust yourself. So I've started to make smaller promises with myself. So instead of going zero to hundred and saying, I'm going to do all of these things that I didn't do for the last three months. Yeah. I'm going to do it one step at a time. Things I know I'll actually do. Okay. Attainable things. And then that way you're creating trust, self-trust mm-hmm. by following through on the promises you make with yourself. That's great. And the last one, which is really important, is um, forgiving yourself. You really need to forgive yourself for everything in the past that you might not be happy with. Yeah. Um, because if you don't, you're just going to keep reliving the past. Until you say, you know what, maybe this wasn't exactly what I wanted, but I choose to forgive myself and I choose to um, change going forward and learn from that experience instead of holding on to those negative emotions. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Okay. Well, sadly, we've made it to regardless syllabus steps, which is really a chance for us to get really a full understanding and kind of a recap of you know, what it is that we learn from you and the insight that we can take to actually 
integrate into our daily lives as 20 somethings or, or older. Um, so with that being said, what were like any, um, did you have any books? I know that you mentioned some in the beginning of the podcast or resources or activities or specific journals that really allowed you to start to shift that mindset, um, in order to really take control of your reality and, you know, manifest your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. So I think books were probably the thing that helped me the most. So yeah. now is a good time to take notes. Anyone, if you want to write down some amazing books. Yes. First off, anything by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Okay. I highly, highly recommend. I love his book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. So good. Anything by Louise Hay. I love her book, You Can Heal Your Life and The Power Is Within You. Very good, empowering books. Um, the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It's also really great. The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Um, I forgot who wrote that, but that's a good it's one. It's okay. I'll put it in episode notes. Yeah. yeah. Um, those are the first ones coming to mind. The one I'm mm-hmm. reading right now is called The Mountain Is You. It's all about Ooh. self-sabotage and how to turn it into self-mastery instead. It's Interesting. Very good. Um, yeah, and besides that, I mean, journaling a lot has helped me. I, I don't have like a specific tool for the journaling prompts necessarily. I think I, honestly, I made up a lot of them on my own. Um, scrolling on Pinterest, there's a lot mm-hmm. of good prompts. Friends, maybe even people you can follow on social yeah. media. And um, a really good mindset and manifestation podcast I love is uh, Manifestation Babe. So that's such a good one. Yeah, such a good one. Okay, last question for you. Um, it's fill in the blank, very regardless forward, but okay. So regardless of blank, I am in control. I would say regardless of my external world, I am in control. Regardless if you are not in the position that you want to be in right now, whether that's in love, in career, in friendships, you still are in control to shift that and to change that. That's so awesome. Cheers to literally, regardless of anything that comes our way. Yes. We've got this. We've got this in the bag. Um... I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, Rebecca. I love you so much. And I love you, girl. I am just so grateful for you and this episode. And I hope that we inspire like others just to put yourself first and yes. take ownership of your reality. Because mm-hmm. we only live once. Maybe that sounds so YOLO. But it's, it's, it's true. true. And take your 20s seriously. Because I don't want to get to 30 and be like, oops. Mm-hmm. too late like <laughs> like no no thank you um yeah I agree thank you so much for having me on this was Absolutely. so much fun and i'm just excited to see what else happens for us in the future cheers thanks for listening to regardless i hope you've learned something from this month's soul conversation and will apply it to your own syllabus join me next month for a new guest a new tool and a new perspective If you found value in this podcast, please empower your tribe by sharing, leaving a comment, review, and or subscribe. Catch new episodes on the second and fourth week of every month on all major audio podcast platforms. For more information about my life and updates about the podcast, head to my Instagram at Skylar Sorkin. Thank you for tuning in to Regardless. Now go kick some ass.